Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. Thank you for hopping in the Word of God with us in the book of Proverbs and seeing what God has to say to us about uh, those things that hurt, those things that uh, change us, and how God's Word can change us. Let that change us. Let God's Word be our, our identity. Let, let God's yeah. Word, let God be our identity. That's some pretty good thinking right yeah. there, Stephanie Wesco. So what's going on with you these days? Well, Doug, um, we're at the end of a day here, um, our, not our usual for recording oh, podcasts, but I know. Uh, it's been a good day. Got Hudson. Hudson had his birthday um, this past weekend, and so I was able to take him out for his birthday date, and um, he got a big old steak and had a pretty great time, so Praise um, that's God. where we are. Now, was was his make believe Uncle Doug's gift the best one he got? Um, it was a pretty great gift. Oh I no, I wasn't tops. <laughs> well, Man. I bought him a camera. He really oh. wanted a camera to take pictures. Oh, so I, man. I but I got the, him a camouflage puffy jacket that is, he could fill yours, into a bag. Yep. Yours oh. I think has probably gotta be number two because he's wearing it all but when he's in bed asleep. Okay. So, all right. Well, we'll it's we'll we'll take there. we'll take that. You know, what is that? He was first will be last or something. I don't know. Well, I was just gonna say I gave birth to him, so yeah, I think it's okay went. that my gift came in top. Yeah. So you <laughs> carried him around for nine months. Yeah. You you win. You win. Yeah. So that gift alone oh. is pretty cool. After Christ, is nothing better than your mom. So anyway. So we're cruising. So, so folks, if we seem a little bit weird or odd, even more so than usual, uh, it's because we're doing this at nighttime. We're trying to fit this in. I'm actually having some surgery on Wednesday and trying to fit in podcasts. And we always get behind, you know, we have this dream, Stephanie, that uh, one day we're going to be like a month ahead. That's right. It is a very real dream. You know, Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. And, and I never quite understood that until we dream about being 30 podcasts ahead. And uh, God forgive me. So I, I don't mean to be bad to old Martin Luther. I almost named my son after him. He's a great man. But anyway, we're in the word of God. So we're in the book of uh, uh, Proverbs. I almost said Philippians. I tell you, the brain's not there. But Stephanie, we have this segment that's so significant, the Norton knuckleheaded minute or moment. And uh, we do it for a couple uh-huh. reasons. What three reasons, really. The first reason is so peop, we want to tell people what a knucklehead is. Second reason is so they won't be a knucklehead. And the third reason is sometimes it's kind of humorous. So with that in mind, knowing our segment, you might be a knucklehead if. Doug, I think um, I'm going to go with you might be a knucklehead if you cozy up to someone who you really can't stand just to get information out of them. You know, I know people like that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, folks, 
it's real now. It's 2021. We got a weird old government. We got a weird old life. I mean, we just have each other. So if we're fortunate enough to be saved and be listening to this podcast and to be loving each other and caring about each other, I think what she's saying, right, let's just be real. Let's just throw our cards on the table. Let's just tell, this is what we are. You know, there's no innuendo. There's no weirdness. I mean, we're just coming off that great sermon uh, last Friday with Brother Allen preaching that from Papua New Guinea. You know, he doesn't have time for any of this stuff, and we shouldn't have time either. It's time to be real. So I agree with Stephanie. So if someone's cozying up to somebody just to get information or somebody, there's fake friendships and stuff, you are a knucklehead. So get over it. And so then and, and we've changed this other segment. We were doing food and all that kind of stuff. But now those of you who listen on a regular basis know uh, that we're actually talking about things not to do or things not to say or do to people with PTSD. And mm-hmm. so today is one of that. You don't ignore them. You know, I, I got to tell you, Stephanie, some people ignore us, you know, and maybe it's because we're weird. You know, you, you know, let's face this it. Is true. We march to the beat of a different drummer, but some people, when they find out you have PTSD, they, they kind of look at you like, uh, uh, you've been hanging out in Wuhan, China, and they just want to stay away from you. You know, <laughs> they're just like, man, I want nothing to do. They've been in Wuhan, man. They've been licking, they've been licking doorknobs in Wuhan. I can't hang, <laughs> folks. But on all seriousness, uh, people with PTSD need you. And uh, uh, if you have PTSD and you're lucky enough to be a victor, and uh, and God's doing a work in your life, embrace other folks. And if you're somebody who just listens in to help people and you've already been through stuff in your life, just embrace people with PTSD. Don't ignore them. You know, spend time with them. And admittedly, some people are weird. Stephanie, we work with people, you got to admit, that are really out there. We, yes. work, we, work, we work with some folks. They're pre- it's hard to deal with them sometimes. I yeah. mean, you know, they're not the Cracker Barrel crowd. You know, I used to have a pastor <laughs> used to say that. I got to have you go see these people. And they're not the Cracker Barrel crowd. That was his way of saying, man, they, you know, yeah, they're, they're diving through dumpsters out behind McDonald's. or So I don't know, but man, listen, you know, God's called us to reach those people and help them. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, there's a liberty that comes with loving everybody. There's a liberty that, that comes with stepping out for God. There's a, and you know, some people, you know, if you're in the ministry and, and women, especially, I've noticed this with women, us men, we're, you know, we're kind of used to being messed over. I'm just being honest with you. You know, we're, we're messed over more per capita, I think, than women or per hour than women. And, but I, I've seen pastor's wives, missionary wife, ministry wives, ministry ladies, missionaries, female missionaries. I, I've seen people hurt so bad that it just hurts to open their eyes. And, yeah. um, Folks, these are the people we need to embrace. These are the people we need to love. These are the people, you know, there's hard Mm -hmm. times for all of us. So let's spread around the good tidings. You know, we're coming into holidays. Let's hang out with each other. Let's drink coffee together. No more steaks because they're like $86 a pound right now. But once Mm -hmm. we get back to that, maybe at some point. And uh, so we're in Proverbs chapter six, Stephanie. And we've been been talking and and really chapter six is... uh, really been talking about sexual sin and uh you know here is this dad talking to his son inspired by the word of god given to us today talking to all of us uh ladies and gentlemen and 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 telling us and telling us how destructive it can be how it can hurt us how it's uh you know we see financial things we see physical we see 
you know, morality issues, spiritual you know, there's all these things in life. I think the big three I think mentioned was uh, financial morality and uh, uh, laziness, which also leads itself, lends itself, I think, over and over again throughout the scripture and people looking for an easy way out. And I want to remind people, Stephanie, I think one of the hardest things that, and I want to communicate this because I know that this is stuff that you and I have dealt with, with the ladies you work in, with and the men I work with, is we see the destructiveness caused mostly by partners. We're usually counseling a partner or somebody who's been hurt really bad. And it's so destructive. People can't measure up uh, to, to pictures, pornography, movies, whatever those things are. They're not real. They're not true. And, and God's word is here to remind us of that and to remind us of what the rules are and how we should live and what his precepts are. And with that in mind, we had went through uh, the first five verses. And then we, we started talking about things not to do or say to people with PTSD. And we actually, Stephanie, we went a whole podcast without being in the book of Proverbs, but we ended up going to 1 John, I believe, 5. Uh, no, 1 John 1, 5 through 10, as I remember. But now we're back over here. So we're in Proverbs 6, and, and uh, we're in verse number 6. It goes, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a froward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart. He deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. Boy, this gives us a picture, Stephanie. Uh, and, mm. and it's not a good picture, is it? No. It, but the picture that I see is one of diligence versus it's like another choice, another crossroads yeah. uh, of laziness versus diligence. Yeah. And, and talk, you know, and, and, and this comparison, so so right away there in verse 6, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. And what are the ways of the ant? And it, it tells us a little bit, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, that little ant, I mean, uh, our eyes have to really bend down to see them, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. So, uh, you know, so we go to this ant. And as sluggards, we should look at the ant that they're at least putting things away. They're doing things right. No guide, no ruler. And, you know, I, I look at those verses, and then I look at verse 9, and it says, How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will thou arise out of thy sleep? And, and, and just stopping right there, what are those verses saying to you? Well, it tells me that um, uh, someone who's wise, because obviously all of this is in the context of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, when you have someone who's choosing to be wise, first of all, they're not someone who spends their life um, hanging out in bed doing absolutely nothing. In other words, um, and I'm not judging someone who uses welfare that needs it. Right. But not living off the government. You're not, you know, living on welfare. You're not living off GoFundMe because you're a lazy bum sitting at home. Um, you know, you're working, you're being diligent and, um, you know, this is, I think that another thing that I see is God created the ant to be a worker and he created 
us, when he created us in his, his image, he created us to be diligent, yeah. to be people who accomplish the purpose he's given us. And if you choose to be a sluggard, that's the word God uses. If you choose to be a sluggard, God's saying, go to the ant, go watch this little creature that I created and be rebuked by it. Because even a tiny little creature that has no one telling it what to do knows I created it to be diligent. And how much should you know that even more as a human being created in the image of God, that you've been created for a purpose and that purpose is to glorify God and you cannot glorify God if you're being lazy. Yeah, and, and you know what reminds me of where we were, if you remember last week, we were talking about, you know, consider the lilies. We were over there, I think, in Matthew 6, and and we were talking about, you know, the detail and what God does, and he's given us so much more detail. And uh, I don't know if I said this the other day to you or not, but I was looking at, so I'm, I'm having some jaw surgery and stuff. They're working on the bone there in front of my teeth. Many of you know that I was in an accident when I was in the army helicopter type of thing and I smashed my face. So they're going through and fixing some things and, uh, actually putting a, a couple studs in there to take the place of the tooth bone cause the tooth bone went bad. So they actually glue teeth in. you can't tell the difference. Don't worry. I'll look like a freak, but I'll be all right. Uh, just for a week, I'll look like a freak, but you know, me looking like a freak is better than some people look like a freak, a lot worse <laughs> than others. But anyway, <laughs> the detail you know, there's 1,100 nerves to that one tooth, 1,100. Now, you tell me man can fit 1,100 nerves into an eighth-inch section of bone in your mouth. Think about that. And think about the detail that God went through. Yet, yeah, it, it's almost like, you know, consider these ants. You know, consider her ways and be wise. There's no guide there, but she knows enough to do the things that produce fruit and good things in her life. Uh, so that ant knows that, hey, if I want to eat in the winter, if I want to go to the storehouse and pull these things out, I better do it right. I better put some things away without no guide or no ruler. Something's happened, Stephanie. I don't know if you've seen this in, in your life. Uh, I'm certain you have. But there seems to be a laziness permeating among our population. Mm, yeah. We, we, and and yeah. encouraged by the government, which makes it even worse. And we see it. You know, I was just up in Pennsylvania and none of the diet. So I, you know, the pastor that I was with this past weekend, he uh, had birthday parties. Great man. Great guy. One of my dear friends, his wife's birthday was one day. The day before, I think, was his brother's birthday. And there's like seven birthdays in a row in his family. It's un Everybody's born in November over there. I guess there's a lot of stuff going. It gets cold in the winter up there, so I guess you snuggle up or whatever. But anyway, everybody's born within like different years, seven days of each other or whatever. And so he, the church was very gracious, gave me money to go get food and stuff. So the first thing I do is pull a Wesco thing, and I, I go over to Arby's because I know you guys like Arby's. I say, you know what, I'm going to get a salad with the roast beef or whatever. It's going to be great. I'm going to like it, blah, blah, blah. 25 people in line at the drive-thru. So I go to, I bang the door at the dining room and they're like, we don't have enough employees to open the dining room. Sorry. So I go down the road to Wendy's, park the car, bang the room in the dining room. They said, sir, we can't hire enough people to work the dining room. You have to get through the drive-thru window. And time and time again, everywhere I went, the dining rooms are closed because they don't have enough workers who will take jobs. And here's God talking to that, I believe, to us. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, you slug. Consider her ways and be wise. 
you know, the ants taking care of the things that need to be harvested. Those things are being taken care of. And, but you know, you know, I chronicled this verse. So we've been talking about chronicling, underlining, drawing lines, shaking, highlighting. Uh, Stephanie, this verse, this verse nine, how long are you going to sleep? You know, and, and you had mentioned, I think last week too, we were talking about decision points. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, there's decision points in our life. And, you yeah. know, the most important one is accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But certainly our relationship with God doesn't stop there. It should be growing. He, he doesn't leave us there. I mean, certainly there there needs to be a decision point that, you know, I'm not going to be apathetic. I'm not going to be lukewarm. I'm not going to be right in the fence. I, You know, the, the Lord talks about spewing lukewarm from his mouth. Mm, you neither yeah. hot nor cold, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if the and you know one one word my mom used to use and my stepfather when I was younger was slug. You don't want to be a slug, and uh, you know it's biblical. You don't want to be a slugger, and 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 then look over here at verse ten, Stephanie, and see what you get out of this. It says, "Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of thy hands to sleep." so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. And, and I mean, you can add 12, you, you can just keep on going, but it's talking about these bad habits, these terrible things. So poverty is going to come like one that traveleth that doesn't stop anywhere, earn money, raise money. And, uh, and they want as an armed man that would, I guess, are you thinking robbing somebody or taking from somebody? And, you know, it's something certainly we're not due. Yeah. And well, I think, yeah, this, the whole principle of this passage is God is never going to reward or put his bless, hand of blessing on someone who's lazy. Yeah. And I think just um, the other principle that I see is if you look throughout scripture, you know, laziness always goes with, a slippery slope. Yeah. It always do. Um, I don't want to say, say way worse sins because all sin is evil, but laziness is a sin that we would overlook and excuse, but laziness leads to heinous sin, heinous crimes um, that, that are unspeakable. Yeah. So I think the principle here as we go through Proverbs is I think one of the reasons God slams laziness so much is because if you choose to be a sluggard, you're choosing to be a fool. And, you know, when I look at the context of Proverbs, the whole thrust of Proverbs is to help us be a wise person. Yeah. And cannot be a wise person and be lazy. If you are a sluggard, you are a fool. And I think that's what, what God is trying to hammer in. And then, you know, there's going to be consequences. You're going to create havoc because the lazy mind becomes the devil's workshop. And I have watched people who have been sluggards and slackers their entire life. You know, the people who never finish anything, the people who are the blowbags, who always have the, you know, solutions to life for everyone else, but they themselves are absolute disasters those people's minds are so perverted and messed up. It's not even funny. And it all started with laziness. It all started with not being willing to apply themselves. And, you know, normally a sluggard is someone who's going to cheat the system. Normally a sluggard is going to be a lazy, you know, is going to be a liar. Yeah. 
because that's how they maintain their lifestyle. Yeah. And those are scary things. Yeah, no, it's real. And, 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 you know, it, it's like sin multiplies itself. So I think the warning here for all of us is real. And, you know, I think one of the easiest things for people to do who are hurting, you, you know, for some reason, it's a good thing. And it's a bad thing. You know, what's good on one hand can be bad on the other. It's a good thing sometimes to go home and lay down on the couch. It really is. You need that sometimes. You need to rest. But when that turns into days or weeks or months, and when we, when you get to a position where that's your everything, we're in the wrong place. And that's not what this is talking about here. This is talking about that person that wants something that's not there, something they're not earning, something they're not doing. And we talk, it started out, you know, this, this whole chapter is talking about these terrible things, the sexual impurity, the, um, you know, the financial thing, the laziness, and all these things lead to each other. It seems like they go hand in hand. And, and, and a naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a forward mouth. And, uh, and we talked about what a forward mouth was. And, and, boy, don't we know people like this? Yeah. And, and it's like, you can almost pick it out. Mm -hmm. You can see that, you know, sometimes our spirit within us says, Hey, wait a minute. You know, there's something that's just not right about what happened. You know, it's, it's like, Hey, stop for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and, you know, our spirit ministers to us when we let it. And, and it's really, I think it's about uh, checking into the spirit, plugging into the spirit, you know, and, and that's nothing weird. We're not talking about, uh, we're talking about waking up in the morning and praying to God and ask him to be with you. And if you have, you know, and maybe if you do your Bible reading in the morning, get that out of the way, it puts you in a great spirit and your the spirit of God resides in our hearts. And folks, when we, uh, when we allow that spirit to minister to us, it, boy, it's healing. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, there's so much in this world that hurts today. There's so much pain. And, uh, and, and then it goes on to say he winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet. It's like your whole body. If you go on to read that, it, it's like when we're wrong, when we're going down the wrong road, uh, it, it, it takes us over. It takes over the whole person. And so I guess, Stephanie, this goes back to something we said in the book of Psalms. You can't be 1% something and 99% God. You're either 100% or really you're not in the game. Yeah. Well, you can't masters and a sluggard is going is serving himself yeah. um ultimately that's what a sluggard is doing serving their own agenda serving their own feelings yeah. and you can do both you can't serve god and do that live for that yeah and, and it comes to that choice it comes out it, it just attacks and then it says forwardness is in his heart he deviseth mischief continually he soweth discord and uh Folks, this is a picture of what happens. You know, we, we started off in, in, in the book and, and uh, uh, Proverbs, and we started out in the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, and we talked about the things that can snare us, the things that can hurt us, the things we stay away from. Uh, chapter 5 was real big about sexual impurity. Uh, chapter 6 kind of hits on it a little bit. Now it's really talking about the laziness, the, the things we deal with, and we're getting ready to go into this next section where uh, all of a sudden your experience goes from a pure experience and more and more it's going to this polluted experience, this terrible experience, doing the things we shouldn't do. But I think if we were to, 
if we were to somehow try to wrap this up, Stephanie, in what we just read in chapter six and in what we've went through thus far throughout chapter six, it really comes down to stay away from strangers. You know, God has better than that for us. It really goes mm-hmm. down to we got a job to do. God didn't put us on earth to lay on the couch. God didn't put us on earth to give up. And, you know, I guess you can literally lay on a couch. And can't you figuratively lay on a couch? Can't we just give up sometimes? We want to. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I think if Satan throws a fiery dart I don't know that I would call it laziness per se, but the fiery dart of this really isn't worth it. No. And and, and it's, yeah. it's real easy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think the apathy, that's the apathy thing, but also he uses fiery darts that we wouldn't look at as being darts of apathy, but that lead us to apathy. Like you're worthless. Yeah. You can't accomplish anything anymore. You're too broken. God can't use you anymore. And yet we would, we would all say, those are definitely lies from Satan, but would we be willing to realize that those are lies from Satan with a specific goal in, in mind, and that is to get us to curl up in bed and to do nothing for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And the exact opposite of what we're told by our commander in chief, who tells us to put on the armor of God yeah. and tell to go out and fight the good fight of faith. And so, um, you know, we have so many challenges in scripture and it's a real battle. It's not anything fun. It's, it's real. But to remember that we have the armor of God freely at our disposal. And we've been told to put it on. We've been told to come boldly before the throne of grace because we do get tired. And there's a difference between being tired and having to rest and being a lazy bum. There's it, a mass difference. It, and that's where I was going. And, and so, folks, sometimes we got to lay down. Sometimes we got to sit down. But we can't give up on life. And mm-hmm. we don't get to that position where, cause you can get to that point where we uh, are going through the motions and that's no good for God either. That's, and that's no good for us. And, you know, going back to what we've said probably 10 times on this podcast is, you know, part of healing is helping part of healing is serving and part of life is working. You know, there's a, there's a great feeling when you know that we've done something that we're trying to finish and we're trying to accomplish and we're, you know, uh, and we do it is a great feeling in that. And I think the great feeling comes from God as the spirit ministering to us. So if I had to wrap this up, folks, we don't have time for a song today. Sorry. And, uh, but if, if I had to wrap this up, I really think this comes down to a couple things that we looked at today. And exactly what Stephanie said is, uh, you know, look at that little teeny ant. That ant has more sense than we do sometimes. And if that's the case, we need to stop that. And, It's okay sometimes to lay down, but it's never okay to give up. And folks, I don't know where you're at today, and I don't know what you're going through in your life, and I'm not sure what your trials look like, but I I know they can really stink. But let me tell you this, you serve a great God. He's worthy of anything you can give him. He can help you, and uh, we're willing to help you have him help you. And uh, we're willing to hook you up with a good church. We're willing to do whatever the case may be. But take these words today and, and consider that ant. And think about that ant every day working, that ant every day storing up food, that ant making sure things are all right. I, I think there's a lesson here for us, Stephanie. And I mean, just in a couple seconds, don't you think that the lesson's as simple as the ant? Well, I think if God can use such a small insect 
to teach us such a massive lesson. I think it's something we better take heed to because God went out of his way to use what we would call a little bug you can squish. Yeah, there it is. Home a huge, a massive part of what controls our life. Yes, ma'am. Hey, folks, we love you out there. Make sure you listen to every word Brother Eric's got to tell you uh, about how you can know for sure you're going to heaven and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you need some help from us, get a hold of us at Help the Wounded Spirits. Lord bless you. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.